Cody's Welcome. slamming nuts in his mouth already. Oh, every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I've been on the peanut, you know, craziness lately. I don't know why. Mm. Why not? What is it? Just plain salted peanuts, or what? It, what actually is it that you're munching on? It's uh, the it's mixed nuts. It's these. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Classy. Holy, come on. Totally. We got a pretty good group of missing Brian. Brian's not feeling well. Yeah. So, mm. ready to roll, but we got a pretty, pretty good crew. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, Lyle. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. So, what is this? Tuesday night, you guys? Nine o'clock central. Keep off the mm. grass. We're talking fungus, but before we get any further into the show, let's all uh, grab a glass or a can. Or a can. Keep off They're the like grass. Oh, sh- ah, that's good. Did you hear it? He he said it too. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a little. There's like a little uh, a ghost next to you, Nate, coming in and out of uh, a ghost. Very yeah. ephemeral. Yeah, so fungus, you guys. Shoot, it's been so humid here in Missouri. I'm sure y'all have felt your own version of the, the heat, humidity. It's just, uh, you step outside and I'm already like soaked, you know. Um, it's disgusting. Prime, I took, prime fungus I took time. four showers yesterday. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of showers. That's because like literally I'd go outside, I'd mess around and do something and I would just be soaked and it's like, well, I want to take a shower and then. Yep. I went over and mowed my neighbor's yard, and I was completely like dripping off my hat. Like the build a hat is dripping. And I'm like, I love well, that. I'm ready to take a shower because I was getting ready to go, and then my daughter's uh, ball got canceled because it was so hot. It was like 98 with a heat index of like 106. So they're not gonna have little not gonna yeah. have little kids out there playing t-ball. So then, so I'm like, well, don't have t-ball. So then I, with it being that hot, I decided it was a great idea to mow the hill. <laughs> so, so then I mowed the hill, and then that was a, another. Why not? Know, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I could do just a full day of going outside, doing something, taking a shower, going outside, doing something, taking a shower. But so I was reading an article today, and apparently there's a new thing. So you guys have heard of like a bomb cyclone event, yeah? Mm-hmm. Apparently we have a heat dome event. Have you heard of this before? I've never heard of it. Mm-mm. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's a heat dome. Look it up. Sounds, thing. I don't know. Sounds awful. Heat In the last like yeah. two to three years, I've heard more <laughs> weather terms I've never heard in my entire life. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. It's, you know, it's nuts. It's like, I mean, derecho. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. And then you have like, you know, all these different ones they come out with. And <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like think think back, right? Think back a couple years ago. You or uh, you know, I guess when we were probably all. You know, uh, young young college fellas ripping and running, and uh, there was a little skit 
Saturday Night Live when uh, El Nino was popularized, mm. right? Chris Farley mm-hmm. was on there and he was like, I'm El Nino. <laughs> and so now it's like there's all these all these other new things. We never heard about El Nino before that. And then, it, you know, and now we got Bomb Cyclone and uh, Heat Dome and, you know, Yellowstone National Park disappeared, apparently. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff, a lot of weird stuff going on, including fungus and turf grass yeah that's right wild times mm. well before we get into that we have a guest but we actually just hit 1300 subscribers so thank you Ooh. very much everybody nice. boom it. boom bang bang so, bang congratulations appreciate that but tonight before we get into the topic of disease fungus we have yard hard joining us hey hey one of the week member uh yes, sir he yards so hard, you guys. So, so much hard. yarding. So hard. I want you to explain the name. Like, how'd you come up with it? What is it? Where's it from? What's the roots? I mean, I know what I think it's, but I'm guessing I'm wrong. Yeah, we all know so. what you think. <laughs> so, um, so clarify that for us. Sure. So I was sitting around one day and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta come up with something. And I sat down on this logo designer program i just started typing words in and i, I knew i wanted something that was kind of <laughs> catchy like looked the same then i was thinking like okay you know baseball season's coming up and i remember playing baseball and i was like you know people would say um he went yard like when he hit a home run mm. and i was like well you know kind of hitting a home run in the yard and whatever kind of went along with that and then i started thinking about you know back in college and stuff i i was kind of learning how to do some hardscaping and stuff. And then I started thinking, okay, I like the entire yard. I don't like just salon. I like everything. I like all aspects of it. Um, I want it to be, you know, every little place is usable space. So I was like, I, you know, the whole yard, that's kind of my thing. And then I started thinking every lawn that I've been kind of a part of, like my, whether it was mine or my parents, I've always put a rock out in the grass that people have to mow around and trim around. <laughs> and that's kind of been my staple. And I was like, it's a, kind of a hardscape. So I went with yard hard and it looked good. It rhymed and I found a cool font. So I went with it. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> like it. That's awesome, man. That's a cool creative process. I love it. That's so cool. Yeah. That's definitely not what I was thinking, but okay. <laughs> no, and that might have been. So Nate, this is his after the fact justification of the name, right? You know, Correct. we all know the initial inspiration. Well, how can I rationalize this for my wife and exactly. other people that ask me in public? I mean, I mean, honestly, if you're going to transition into like a only lawns account, I mean, you you already got the I got you covered. One. All I got to do is wake are, up and wake up, hard. walk out in the lawn, and I'm good to go. Yeah. you're set didn't you say when you won one of the week you had <laughs> uh you were reading your daughter or something and you heard me say like oh i got this right now and then you knew you won <laughs> <laughs> yeah so being on west coast time it starts at seven and daughter's bedtime is eight so usually mid-show i'm kind of in and out and mm-hmm. it was it was my night so i'm reading a book it was like a dr seuss book or something i had one airpod in and i just <laughs> i was trying so hard not to lose it when you said that but yeah it's good times good times <laughs> so that's awesome what do you what do you, you want to tell us about what you do for a living yeah so i guess a little little backstory um you know i always i kind of grew up mowing lawns and stuff my parents a couple neighbors my grandparents um always always enjoyed it and then 
uh, I don't know, I was probably 11 or 12. I got into the game of golf and found out how frustrating it is and how rewarding it is at the same time and started playing that a lot. Um, so the, I think it was a day after I turned 16, I went to the local course and turned in an application. She said, you start tomorrow. And so I showed up and was working weekends and summers as, you know, player services. And after a couple of years, um, I really kind of caught a, a glimpse of the maintenance crew and wanted to get into that. So started working on the maintenance side and, um, ended up going to college, uh, Oregon state, got a degree in turf grass management, did the whole golf course roundabout. And then, um, I was ready to see something, something new, um, kind of tired of looking at the same property every day. So I, I switched into the agriculture side. Um, and so now I do, um, I'm an agronomist or, or crop consulting for grass grown for seed mostly. So kind of do the whole, uh, the whole process. I, I watch people get it planted in the ground and we take it all the way till it's in the warehouse and then in a bag and out to everybody else's consumers. So nice. kind of live my life around grass, I guess. <laughs> nice. That's what I want to do. Awesome. Do you do consulting? Like, is it, do you work for a particular seed company or are you just kind of like a, a third party organization that does it all around or who, who are your, so who are you work for, for? a retailer? Um, so we sell crop protection and, and fertilizer. Um, so as far as consulting, it would be either crop protection or fertilizer. Um, and so I, yeah, I, you can cold call. I mean, you can pull in a driveway and, and find somebody, but a lot of it is repeat business. So, mm. um, you, you know, you build a relationship, there's growers that we've worked with for 40, 50 years, and, um, you're kind of a part of the farm. You're just one of the crews. So you're out there every day. And, um, when you find a problem, you give them a solution and then in turn, they buy it from you. And that's kind of the process. So mm-hmm. fun. It's a lot of cool. fun. Yeah. It's different. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I emailed Dr. Greg Munshaw the other day and was like, Hey, give me some, um, some good graduate programs, turf grass management or agronomy or something like that. Yeah. Give me a list. Give me a list. Maybe I should go back to school. That'd be know. cool. Yeah. How long need, did that take you a job. to go to school? I need a job. I should, I should start working. I need a job. <laughs> what was that Cody? I was going to say, how long did it take you to go to school for that? As a four-year program, but I mean, really just a year and a half is turf grass related. A lot of it's horticulture. So landscape design, um, landscape maintenance, irrigation design, that kind of thing. There's only so many classes that are actually turf grass related, in, in, at least in the program I was in. Great program, but I think it depends on which one you're in. You get a little more experience than others. So you took a course in irrigation design. You could maybe consult on my irrigation system. I'm going to have to get eventually. From my it's, it's been a long time. Dude, that was freshman year, man. I don't remember anything from freshman year. But yeah. I don't know if I'm that good, <laughs> good at math anymore. I, I got the book somewhere. Probably I, I can send you the book. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> now, hey, speaking of moisture. Oh, yeah. Uh, Western Oregon. Uh, the oh, wet side. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I like the wet side. So that's what you're rocking with in your backyard? Yeah. So this is current as of Saturday. Um, we've had an extraordinary amount of rain for this time of year. So things are, are wet and cold and messy mm-hmm. and still fighting it. So 
that is that's current. Got a, a lot nice. going on back there. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's not bad for it being so cold, you know. I mean, you are you wait you're waiting for some of it to kind of wake up probably and start to fill in more, I'm guessing. Yeah, I mean, we never really go dormant, so it's you know, it's just there it's and slow. wet. It's just slow. We had a good stretch in March. Everything kind of woke up, and then we had about a week of frost, and that just shut it back down. And now it's, yeah, I, we've been over 70 for a couple of days, but most of it's just high 50s, low 60s, a couple inches of rain a week. Yeah. What you're mowing with right there? Yep, those are the tools. Um, nice. I've had the Toro for... I don't know, almost two years. And then I just picked up the John Deere real mower. Is that like uh, a commercial push mower? That Toro? Oops, no, that's mine. That's the recycler. Oh, okay. uh, Vortex with uh, whatever they call that personal pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you like the personal it. pace? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice to just walk at whatever speed you want. And it just kind of goes. Hmm. No extra levers or anything. Does it have the adaptive handlebar thing? Uh, just for forward, not for reverse. One of them, I think one of the models, maybe the commercial one has a reverse. So when you walk backwards, it comes back with you. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, nice. it just kind of slides the handle top of the handlebar up and down. The faster you walk, the f- further it goes down. That's cool. So that's nice. Nice. You got a sweet backyard. Love yeah, the backyard. I like the yeah. wheelbarrow. That thing's sweet. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. The wheelbarrow? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's them. my that's my strawberry garden. Oh, nice. cool! Nice. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. When we moved in five years ago, there was one tree. The tree down there on the end by the putting green was mm-hmm. about three feet tall. Everything else was grass, fence to fence, and clear up to the house. So, a lot, a lot has changed. <laughs> it's good landscape, putting your your education to use, man. Making the backyard a fun place. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You just map it out and start cutting, or what? Yeah, I I just go on Google Earth and start kind of drawing things, you know, lines in where I think things will go. I go out and measure it, paint lines on the ground, and then just start knocking stuff out. And I had a tractor home for a weekend, did some leveling, and um, kind of cut in uh, to the right. There is my pond, kind of cut that in and <laughs> just started going for it. So it's been in phases for sure. It's awesome. That's fun. Yeah, yeah it looks good. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. I should actually put some thought into doing something in my yard, but it's all just grass. <laughs> and it's all just grass. And, you know, at one point I was like, oh, let's get a pool. So I just kind of yeah. leveled out a spot and just plopped a pool on it. So you know, didn't, there was really no thought to it. <laughs> <laughs> there was no thought at all. It was like, all right, let's I had some dirt and I was leveling out a part of my yard where I had like a whole, whole buttload of water in the back corner. I had like a whole bunch of dirt. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll level this out. And I was like, yeah, let's level that out for a pool. And, you know, got a bunch of those like interlocking play mats to put under it and just threw it up and then I take it down in the fall. (laughs) It's so much work. I hate it. Yeah. If that's my one regret back there is putting in a pool. (laughs) Pool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like, I like having it because it's great. Like, especially put it up you know, whatever, a week and a half ago. And um, my kids have literally been outside swimming every day since I filled it. So it's great. You have it heated? No. Mm -mm. 
It's no, been pretty warm here, though. You're I mean, warm. It was kind of cold yeah. when I first filled it because I just threw two threw both hoses in there from my house and just let it rip for like twelve hours and it fills it up. But uh, it was it was pretty cold like the first day. But I have the solar cover for it, so I threw the solar cover cover on for like four days and let it warm up. You know, while the chemicals were all getting right, and um, you know, it's it's really pleasant now. Swimming last night, pretty great. Nice. I like having it. But it is, but it is work. I mean, you know, it, it is, work. it is work. But and you know, Lyle, you know, um, you know, on the episode of fungus, I mean, I'm thinking Oregon, real wet. You guys don't necessarily get too warm. Do you deal with a lot of fungus up there in your lawn? It, yes and no. So typically, what we get is nine months of rain. So normally, about mid-May, it the faucet turns off. It just quits raining one day, and it's. 85 to 95 until end of September. And then it one day just starts raining again. It doesn't stop till May. So there's some periods there where it gets pretty bad, but um, typically it's not terrible. Um, mostly in the fall, I would say more so than now, but I, I mean, I do have some now there it is. I got some, some lovely stuff showing up mm-hmm. in the fescue in the front yard. So mm-hmm. Yep. what do we got what do we got going on here because i think i see more than one thing yeah so this is this started as red thread um we had a night two weeks ago that was like 63 for a low and it rained like two inches that day and it just blew up mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and now that it now that we're kind of getting back to some different weather yeah there's a few things going on so I haven't really even messed with it just because I'm gonna kill it out anyways. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's getting messy. Yeah, I had that a couple of weeks ago. If you look back um, on my Instagram, I think like two weeks ago, I had like four little spots. You could see them in my front yard. I forget which picture real it was, but you could see them in my front yard. It's like the bottom, kind of like left hand corner where I was filming. There was like four spots, and it was red thread, and um. You know, I got that kind of like cleared up, but then when I was mowing the other day, I started noticing some uh, some uh, like gray leaf spot kind of coming in, and so I went and hit it with the uh, ran out to my shed, and I was like, "Oh, I got a bag and a half of disease X." So let me go ahead and throw that down, and um, you know, just get that stuff put on it, and it's already looking better. So that's. I caught it early because I was looking. I was looking for it this year because last year it was a battle. It just kept coming back, and I was like, "It's going to happen again this year." So, like, what are some things you could do? So, before you put down a fungicide, is there are there is there anything you can do to try to mitigate it before applying something? Like, you know, I read something about maybe hitting it with some nitrogen or pushing some growth and then cutting it and removing the infected tips, you know, what are some things you could do to try to treat it, hit it up before you apply a fungicide? What have you done, Oli? What do you do usually if you see something like that come out in your yard? I'm sorry. I had to uh, get, PJ mask or whatever going on. <laughs> what what was the word? So before you, if you think you got fungus coming on, what what do you do to try to minimize the damage or, or what can you do in your lawn before you actually have to apply a fungicide or things you could do to 
kind of mitigate it if you see it right away and start doing something? Other than, I guess, go at a curative rate, I don't believe so. And every year I sort of miss the window and, and get some. Like right now I've got some brown patch, and I really wish I'd have got it down before we left for the beach, but it just mm. did not work out. So I got to spray my fungicide last Wednesday, and hopefully – it's going to take care of what I'm seeing right now. So I, I do have a couple spots of brown patch. What did you right put now. down? What'd you apply? I I made my, I mixed a drop, a droxystrobin and propoconazole. Okay. And basically like made my own mixture. Those are the two that I'm familiar with. And I don't know if there's other ones that are commonly used, but those are the two that mm. I know. Yeah. And I believe it's, it's either called heritage or, Something I believe is already pre-mixed that way. But Heritage um, G or something like that, is it? Now that would be granular. I, I use oh, liquid stuff. So, but um, <clears throat> hopefully what I've got down will combat what I'm dealing with. And it's it, the, the, the thing that really sucks is, is it's getting hot and dry. So you want to water, but there again, it's a double-edged sword. If you don't water when you should and get the sun to dry it off, then you got more problems. Yeah. So I could see right now having a smaller place irrigated would be a whole lot easier than trying to cover all this when I get it, when I can. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is your nighttime temperatures, you know, but um, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty crazy. Like the last day or so I've spoke a little bit with hydrotain and me and him was talking a little bit about fungus. And, um, for instance, like even in a garden, even in a garden, they tell you, you know, keep the leaves dry. Mm -hmm. They tell you to keep the leaves on the plant dry. A lot of people who have gardens, um, (laughs) welcome (laughs) but uh, even like in a garden you know they run drip tape and stuff to where they water the roots not the leaves and um for instance like i drove by a place yesterday where they had the septic tank lines and the septic tank lines you know are feeding the roots water from the septic tank but not ever on the leaves and we hadn't had any rain in a while and that grass looked amazing. So hmm. if you can keep the blades dry when they shouldn't, and what I've been told, and Lyle might can answer this, I've been told if you don't want the blades to be wet more than 10 hours, and if they're wet more than 10 hours above, I guess, the 65-degree nighttime temperature mark is whenever you start disaster. Hmm. I, would, I would agree with that, yeah. I mean, the warmer temperatures help the the fungus grow better, probably, and certainly the moisture creates that environment. It makes sense when it's hot. And I think that's why we say, you know, water in the morning, so it dries off faster. You water at night, it sits on there for your ten hours or or whatever time frame it is. Yeah, and it's you know, like I was talking with the hydrotank fella, and what I think is really crazy is he was talking to me about some studies about fungus in their product, and it's not like their product cures fungus but their product will keep you from having to water as much. So then you less likely have wet leaf blades. And that's really got me thinking here lately, you know, about hydrotain. 
I don't know. But, you know, if you water less, then you have less. Like what I'm fighting right now is we're bone dry, but we've got humidity and our nighttime temperatures are getting basically 70, 73. So now it's just like a, a recipe for disaster. You know, I'm looking at hot spots I want to take care of, but at the same time, if I'm not careful, I'll just make it all blow up worse. I have to go back and, and look again, but I remember him talking something similar because I got hydrogen. I haven't used it yet, but the whole idea was is that it would help to draw moisture from the atmosphere and get it into the soil. So like if you have moisture on the blades over time, you know, it would kind of come come down quicker than without and, and then the soil, then it would get absorbed in the dirt and then the roots and all that kind of stuff. So it's like the benefit of like drawing water into the root zone, but also pulling it off the blades and getting it out of there so that you get better airflow and, and less moisture just sitting there. Maybe mm-hmm. too much cool. moisture in the soil still could cause fungus. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if the roots need it though, right. So if you got these hot days, like Oli was talking about, you know, where you're not getting rain, but say it's super humid, maybe you could draw some of that humidity or that moisture where you're not necessarily doing sprinklers, but uh, you're not getting the fungus either. I don't know. Well, the, um, Dang it, I just lost my train of thought. I was going to ask Lyle something. Oh, oh I was talking with a fellow the other day, Lyle, and we were talking about brown patch and this kind of stuff. And um, he was basically saying, like, when they do all the plots where they test grass seed, um, you know, for, like, the trials or whatever, what he was telling me is once you have, like, brown patch or something in your – area or in your yard once it's in the soil it's always in the soil and the Mm -hmm. only way to get rid of it is to fumigate is what he was telling me like basically he was saying when they do these plots they go fumigate those plots to where that grass seed when they start to test it is started in a fresh soil no kind of history of fungus or something and i just thought that was interesting that makes sense because you got to give them all a fair chance for the NTEP trial. And if one starts off with brown patch underneath it, that's not really fair. So that makes sense. And imagine if it was like a spore producing fungus, it would have those spores would always be there. So you always have to battle it coming back unless you did some kind of irradiation or something to knock out the spores, whatever that would be. So you can truly start fresh. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It was just interesting because like, you know, my goal is not to use fungicide if I can help it, but I'm starting to see that there's really no possible way around it. I just, I've used the least amount of nitrogen that I've ever used this year and I'm still got some, you know, brown patch and I've cut way back on nitrogen inputs. So it's just like, you know, damned if you do and damned if you don't, but I, I don't see getting around it. Yeah, I was, I was thinking it's probably, you know, once you kind of know your area, is is that something that's going to kind of resurface every season? And then you have to decide, is it worth putting down a preventative application every year versus waiting and then just treating it as it arises? I'm partially colorblind, so I, I'm not really all that good at teasing out these small differences and catching things early on. So, you know, and knowing that we're in the Midwest, we get super humid. It may not be a bad idea to do a preventative application similar to like, you know, I do my, my, uh, pre-emergent every spring, you know, you do your preventative app maybe every season 
and but, then see how it does. If you don't, if you skip a season, see how it does. Maybe to your point, Bill, like I was talking about that. I don't remember if it was in a chat we had or if it was just on another show or episode, but I was kind of making that same comment. Like, like last year I did preventative. Um, I think three times, like every six weeks I did it Yeah, and I didn't see any, but that was my question was, did I not see any because of the, what I put down as a preventative or did I just not get it where the conditions just not there? And that's the tough part about it is if you're putting down, don't have a control. there's, there's no, there's nothing that says, yes, it worked. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean, and it's, that's the tough part. Like you said, pre-emergent, you put it down. Is it, did it actually prevent weeds from germinating and from, you know, coming up or were they not there to, you know, come into the lawn anyways? You know well, mean? that's that's where you can look at your neighbor and be like, "Oh yeah, the pre-emergence working." Yes, yeah, <laughs> to some extent. But, <laughs> you know, but then if but you, you know, I, get, I get what you're saying, yeah, you don't have like a control zone yeah. that you didn't put it on to see. Oh, okay, yeah, it was totally the uh, preventative herbicide or the preventative fungicide. Yeah. Like you don't you don't have that. So, I guess the only way to to know is if you try to not use it for a season or two and see if it's worse that year, but then is you that season the residual, yeah. right. Is there, or is there a residual effect from all your previous applications? Exactly. You know? So yeah, you don't really know, but I, I mean, just don't know if I want to roll that dice. I'd rather just do keep on doing that preventative. And I mean, you know, you might hit that. Like, oh, I see something. So maybe this preventative isn't working, but <laughs> until then I would, I would keep on. That's what I do. I do preventative yeah. all the time. And, you know, it's not going to hurt your lawn from what I know. I don't think it's going to hurt your lawn. It hasn't hurt mine. Um, so do it. Make sure, you, you know, you get it done. And, you know, like you said, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Hey, Oli, are you going to do a, uh, a preventative grub application this year after your army worm experience that's, last year? That's already down. I'll put down the yeah. set of print. So I'm already. So imagine there. it's like same thing with the fungicide, you know, like, oh, you know, I haven't really dealt with it yet. And then once, once it hits you and, you know, does crazy damage to your lawn, then you're like, okay, from now on, I will always do a preventative application. Like, do you want to have to learn that lesson or not? Um, well, I, I don't know. I, I swore that I was going to have it down and be ahead of the game, but you know, life is busy and we were going sure. out of town and I just slapped run out of time and I wanted to spray something bad before I left to where it would be down, but mm-hmm. my wife <laughs> was not having it. So it didn't work out. In the car, only yeah. the car. <laughs> yeah. Things. Yeah. It's about like that. Let me check the door one more time. Get your yeah. ass in the car. Yep. It'll be there when you get back. God damn it. It may not. Mr. Emoji. <laughs> yeah, Mr. right. Emoji if I don't buy this. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I have not yet applied a blanket preventative fungicide yet, but I've been I've been kind of in transition. So most of most of my experience has been on a, on a young lawn where it hasn't been a huge issue yet. So I did apply it one season where I thought it was it was like in the middle of summertime and it could have been summer heat stress, but it could have been fungus. So I increased my watering and I applied, I think it was um, Scott's disease X, the the Zoxy Strobin or whatever. Applied that and it, you know, it went away, whatever it was. So, I, but I don't know if it was from the water or if it was from the, the temperature finally dropping or from the disease X. I don't know. Um, 
but it's definitely something to consider each season. Um, if you've had problems before, for sure. Yeah. What about you, Brent? What do you do? I just go by disease X personally. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I would, I would love to have the time to sit down and really get into a lot of stuff. Um, you know, to, to truly learn. And, um, I just find that I don't have it. So last year when I was, you know, last year when I was like really in the middle of my, of our, uh, crazy funguses here in the Northeast, I, uh, I don't know. I just went and grabbed some disease X and, you know, put down a curative rate and cleared it up pretty good. And, had some sitting in the shed so that's what i that's what i threw at it on saturday i guess when yeah. i started seeing some seeing a little bit of fungus popping up uh saw a couple spots and i said well let me go ahead and get this cleared up and uh you know it's looking looking better now with red thread am i wrong um i feel like i read someplace that hitting hitting a red thread with nitrogen will help that out do any of you guys know if that's accurate or am i remembering incorrectly that it kind of responds a little bit differently than some other funguses it's that's true but you can you can the problem is you can fertilize yourself right into brown patch or something like that sure Mm. yeah it's so I, i would imagine it's probably a fine line um Cause I had read that when I first saw the red thread, like, I don't know what it was three weeks ago, maybe. And, um, you know, I hit it, I hit it with a little bit like real light. I couldn't even, I don't remember. I have it written down, you know, exactly what I put down, like light, light application, but it seemed to help. Um, you know, it went away. Um, and then, you know, now three weeks later, I'm seeing other fungus pop up. Not in the same spot though. So, I mean, other, you know, kind of like throughout the yard. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I remember reading that and I was like, all right, well, I'll give it a shot and see what happens. And it, it seemed to have done pretty well. So. You own it, Cody. Oh, what? You own it, Cody. <laughs> Not Cody. I don't know. Yeah. You'll... I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We got Mr. Emoji in the house. Mm. I can't see the chat on my phone. I can't see. I don't have a computer in front of me. Okay. So I guess there's a couple of things I guess I want to say quick. So Brent, to your point. So, you know, I see, I see a lot in the chat about, no, you have to use this. No, you have to use this. Nope. That you should, you know, like, Back to when we started this whole thing, not everyone wants to have 50 chemicals in their garage and not everyone wants to take that route. So to Brent's point of, yeah, I I saw some stuff and I threw some disease X for it. That's probably what 90% of people are going to do, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's an acceptable practice. So the niche market that we're in of the, you know, the small percentage of, you know, lawn, lawn owners that go above and beyond and stuff. 
it's not wrong. And I, I feel like the chat is kind of like getting that point. Oh, you can't use this or you have to use this or you did this. It's like, like, you know, like there's so many ways to go about your lawn. And the fact that like everyone like thinks that what they do is the only answer and it's right. It's like, I don't know. I, I read so much of that shit and it's just, it gets annoying sometimes for me when it's just like, you have to use this chemical. That's not right. You know, you can't do this. You can't do that. Guys, there's people who never put down fungicides and have good looking lawns. There's people who put down, you know, one thing. There's people who put down a different thing. It's like, I don't know. I just, I see a lot of the, I see a lot of that going on in the community and just not just fungicides, but things in general, you know, the whole, like what I do is the answer and what I do and what I say is right and all that stuff. But Brent, I'm with you. Like I have a job. I have kids. I have, I'm coaching T-ball. I have shit to do. I don't have time to like sit there and do all that stuff. So if I go to my garage and I have some disease X sitting in there and I see a little bit of stuff and I'm going to throw down, I I'm, I'm on the same page as you, you know? And you know what? I think my lawn is above average and you know, I don't, I don't worry about it. So that's my two cents that's my two cents yeah i mean i'm i'm with you and i've kind of i've said that kind of before is that i'm all for trying out new things i mean if there's something that i have the opportunity and and the time you know frankly to to sit down and research and and um there's some things i you know want to nerd out about with it um i feel like fungus is one of those things that is probably incredibly complex when it when it comes to this i mean i mean right like we do nerd out about you know our you know rates of mpk and like we know how much stuff of each of those things right that we're putting down every year and we have above average lawns for you know our our neighborhoods right and you guys some of you guys have above average lawns for this particular show and i would say that i'm probably on the lower end of that you guys are better at this stuff than me um that was my whole you know, impetus for even starting a lawn care page, not to try to educate somebody or be like, Oh, Hey, I know, I know all this stuff. Cause I don't, um, <laughs> you know, but, but to Nate's point to, to learn and to, to say like, all right, well, maybe it is, uh, you know, per thousand, right. Maybe it is a little cheaper, uh, to have, I don't know, whatever fungicide. I, I really don't know. Um, then to go out and be like, all right, well, I'll, I got fungus in, in my lawn. I got a 5,000 square foot yard. I'm going to go out and buy, you know, a bag of disease X and I'm going to sling that shit all over and um, water it in and I'm going to see where I stand. Right. Um, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a common product. It's a big box store product. Um, I've had success with it, you know, the last couple of years. Um, and, and to be perfectly honest with you, I think, um, I think last year might've been the first year I ever used a fungicide. Um, you know, again, learning curve and saying like, okay, well let's, let's try something new to, to bump it to that next level that, you know, kind of above average thing. And, um, and, and fungicides are not cheap. You know what I mean? No. Like, like from what I've seen, <laughs> no. like they're like, you go out and buy a bottle of something, hundred bucks, you know? And it's just like, you know, I mean, in the chat tonight, I've seen eight different things suggested. It's like, I'm not going out and buying, you know, eight different things to, you know, because eight people have different opinions. It's like, you know, I don't know. I'm just, 
Yeah, to each his own. I mean, every I lawn is different. Everyone is different. You know, um, everyone has a right to their own. Everybody has. Everybody you know, you has different. To yourself. Everybody has different equipment. Yeah. You know, everybody has a different way to apply. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's fuck all that shit. Like, let's talk about some diseases. Like, let's talk about fucking. What, let's talk about some fucking diseases and shit. Like, what the fuck? What do you guys see in the lawn? What the fuck does it look like? Uh, what what causes it? Like, you know, what uh, what types of diseases are you guys dealing with? What are you treating? Bitches are usually the one that's causing it. <laughs> oh man! Now I haven't seen a lot of uh, fungus or disease in my lawn. Um, you don't get a ton of rain, do you? No, not really. Uh, it's springtime. We get tons of rain. Um, we may what's, get a shower. What's like your humidity? You, are you guys high or like low? Oh, no, we're low. I mean, we're high, high, high humidity. I mean, okay. we were hitting the, you know, the real fill. Uh, I was talking to Aaron about this the other day of 109 out here. Mm-hmm. And it's just ridiculous. It's hot. It's humid. It's perfect for it because, yeah, so like, like you what, guys have said. Like what percent of humidity? Like, what are you talking? I'm just curious. Uh, we could get up into the 90s and okay. mid 90s. Yeah. So, so you're probably similar to like uh, Midwest, like Bill. Where I mean, the other day yeah. I looked and we we're, it was 90 degrees and it was 87% humidity. Uh-huh. It was rough. But then, so my just, parents, my, my mom and stepdad were just here from Arizona and they looked and it was like 96 degrees, but it was like 15% humidity. Mm. And that's mm-hmm. completely different. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like Arizona is a different kind of heat. It's a dry heat. That's why I was curious. Yes. Like, what what you were what you saw in Texas? Like Brian, and you know, like drunk long guy, and you know those guys in Utah, they don't have the humidity because it's, it's so dry. But it's like right, a dry yeah. heat. You know what I mean? You know, and that's the, it's it's a completely different scenario. And that's I guess that's kind of back to my point of like, you know, Oli, how you're going to treat it, Brent, how you're going to treat it, Cody, how you're going to treat it, Lyle, Bill, it's all a little bit different. You know what I mean? Because you're dealing with a different beast. You know, it's not all it the same. It depends what disease you have, what you're going to treat yeah. with. So I mean, yeah. right? Uh, lawn, and lawn radiance also <clears throat> just said that. Lawn radiance also just said that too. I was going to comment in the chat, but I'll just you like know, you don't want to waste your money on stuff that's not going to treat for that or apply it at a certain rate that requires to be treat that disease. And um, so, like, I mean, if you just see if you're putting down, you know you see some weird stuff in the lawn you're just throwing down disease x you know that maybe isn't treating it or you might have something that's more effective of it even if it is a hundred dollar bottle that could treat three acres and you could have that for freaking super cheap probably like three bucks a thousand square foot for to apply it so um there's a lot of different factors with that but i was just curious what you guys were seeing what kind of uh diseases you were seeing i always see uh you know gray leaf spot and brown leaf spot those are the two that i mean that's that's what i have seen in my yard you know since i started really paying attention to it like last year um that's what i was seeing you know this weekend and uh yeah that's what i was seeing this weekend and have you know um i know that that's something that the disease x that i had would take care of now um red uh red thread is obviously i as well, i don't want to say obviously to my knowledge and my recollection red thread is not something that's treated by uh disease x which is why i did a little little bit of research and found them 
disease tried, X is tried the nitrogen thing. Azoxystrobin, right? I believe. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. It's only what? What's the percentage? It's 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 low. Like what? Three percent, maybe. It's pretty low. I don't know off the top of my head. I, think, I, wanna, I feel like the bag says like three percent or something. I can't. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, but, but the point being, yes, of course, there's things that that will not work for, and you have to, uh, you we have you have to do at least some level of research to say, okay, well, what the hell kind yep. of disease 0. is this? 3%. What the hell kind of fungus am I looking at here? And this is the first year I'd ever noticed red thread. Mm-hmm. Now that could be like we were talking before. That could be because it's the first time I've ever gotten it, or it's because, you know, I actually noticed it and said, this is very different from what I've seen before. Let me go take a look and figure out what these different kinds of funguses or fungi are. Um, so I, I knew when I saw it, I knew what it was, right? So you know, potato, potato. There's right? some diseases that need to be treated uh, to treat um, by uh foliar and then some can be by the soil so some some um which i, I think um yard hard you can speak on this a little bit this chart but um is that kind of what that's saying with that uptake yeah this yeah i mean this looks like something that i mean pretty informational shows you you know whether they're because there's a difference and that's kind of one of my points is just go out in the lawn and walk around go see yeah. what is out there look for the leaf spot look for the first sign if you're not preventative on it and or if that's running out and you know it's running out or your humidity goes up or you accidentally forgot to set your timer and your sprinklers ran all night, go walk around for a couple of days <laughs> and just yeah. look and see what's going Never on. Happened. Um, right. Yeah. So, you know, you walk <laughs> around, see what is going on. When you find a problem, just do a little, a little Google machine work and find the right answer other than just throwing something at it. And something like this, um, where it kind of shows, you know, what it does. Maybe it doesn't say exactly what disease it covers, but I mean, you can figure that out pretty fast, but yeah, I mean, Zach, you're right. It's either pretty cool. It shows, uh, the concern over resistance. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I can link this in the, uh, description. It's from OSU. Uh, uh, Lyle actually sent this to me and, um, but that's, that's kind of cool. Like, um, you know, what does that mean, Zach? What is that? What is concern? Over like resistance if you, mean? uh, if you, apply it like the uh, plant can get uh tolerant of it and oh. you know um eventually it'll be resistance to resistant to that uh fungicide the, I got the, you. I got the you. fungus will be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they're less the fungus more likely to be ineffective probably or, from overuse or inappropriate use yeah, or already already could be resistant mm-hmm. yeah so that brings up a point of rotation oh yeah mm-hmm so, or if you're just applying oh, oxystrobin, like I know Oli said he was using uh, propiconazole and azoxy. I mean, uh, are you guys rotating? Uh, are you guys just applying, you know, disease X? I think one of the biggest things is, first of all, was identification. You know, like you need to know what you're trying to treat just because you see something, you know, doesn't mean to go start applying and here lately, like I've got a couple spots and um, I think I might send them to Lyle and let him look at them. But I was really feeling like I had leaf spot. But from what I've done digging, it's too early in the year to have leaf spot, you know, or possibly gray leaf spot. So I guess it is brown patch. But, you know, normally the leaf, 
and it's really hard to tell as far as like where something starts to what it actually looks like once it's full blown. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and if you want, I'll That's send you some. What I have a hard on. time with. I mean, identification is, is and you're tough. not going to learn that right away. And you can look at pictures yeah. on the internet and it's, <laughs> it's hard to decipher sometimes. I That's mean, I've been things. playing in the lawn for three years and I still don't, I really can't identify a lot of things, even with the, the Googler, uh, you know, cause it, you know, it could be a, a ton of things and it's just like, you know, you gotta try to find the best one for it. And, you know, it's not like my weed identifier that I have an app for that gets it pretty close say like 95% close, but no, the, the fun yeah, are super nice. is difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way where it's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I have a long way to go before I can confidently identify a fungus, let alone <laughs> looking at a yeah. patch of grass somewhere and be like, Oh, that's no, totally a toe fescue. And there's, you know, there's, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm still learning all that like too. Minutes. So, so I think that's the benefit of something like the, the bio advanced, the propoconazole or, or the, uh, azoxy, the, the Scott's disease X, because they're probably pretty broad products where they kill a wide range of things. And that's probably why there's more concern about resistance because they're, easy to produce. They kill lots of stuff. Everybody can just use it easy and it kills most things. And then to get more into specific stuff or other things they don't cover, you know, that may, takes a little bit more effort, a little more research maybe. Um, but that that's the level I'm at right now is like, you know, okay, these are the two products that I'm familiar with. If I'm going to put a preventative, it'd be one of those two. If I'm going to see some, something that I may think is fungus, I'll probably grab one of those two. And, and a lot of it goes to their they're easy to find, easy to use, um, versus some of the other more, more high-end stuff or DIY, you know, type of stuff that other folks may be using, which so I think goes back to like what, uh, Nate was saying. University of Georgia and like Brown Pat right away, like, and it, um, shows control, like correct water problems. Don't over fertilize, use low amounts of nitrogen, moderate amounts of phosphorus and moderate to high amounts of potash, which, I know some diseases can look like a potash deficiency. Mm. Um, so that's kind of off topic, but uh, yeah, well, no, there's definitely kind things of, you do. Uh, no. It's kind of cool, you right? This is a really a cool tool. Um, yard hard. Yeah. It kind of what tells is it? Me. It's university of Georgia. Um, I can link this below too. And, and almost everybody or every university that does any turf work has good tools like uh-huh. this that, is good to look through. I mean, some are definitely more detailed than others, but it's nice to just go on and read about this stuff and, and see some ways to, I think cultural practices are probably 90% of the problem. Yeah. You know, you take, you take that for it and do it. I mean, like, again, everybody does it differently, but do it quote, right. You're going to avoid a lot of this. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, I know I look at uh, university of, uh, Texas A&M out here and, you know, they're big in agricultural, you know, I was, that was one of the first things I, I did is, well, you know, what's common in Bermuda and North yeah. Texas here. And, you know, they kind of give you the list of what's common. So I really kind of, you know, there's a big list of fungicides, but, you know, I've kind of actually just, oh, here, here's your list now. Now it's a little bit easier. You can kind of mm-hmm. go through it. So yeah, it definitely helps out a lot. Well, a lot of this is self-inflicted, you know, too much fertilizer, too much pushing, uh-huh. too much water, mm. watering yeah. at the wrong time or, you know, a lot of that stuff is self-inflicted. And over time, I guess you'll learn it 
about sharpening your blades. Go buy a bunch of grass seed. <laughs> right, well, look, look at that. So on the right, I feel like that is brown patch on the right. But tell me if on the left is just the starting of like early stages of brown patch, or is that something different? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It's a really good question. I mean, they both have those small spots. Granted, the one on the left has the, the darker ring around them mm-hmm. more so than the one on the right. But and see, I've always been told that brown patch is legions with the dark, like a dark band, that purpley black band top or bottom. Mm-hmm. And see, I've mm-hmm. racked my brain for the last two days so much that now I'm more confused <laughs> than I was a year ago. Let me see if I have one of those. I, guess, well, I, mean, I don't you know still, if I... It's, I can still see some of that banding on the one on the right. Um I wonder if it's just, is that, is that, are they from the same grass plant? Do you, is one of them like, you know, just they're pulled worse than the inch. other? Is it more advanced, like, you know, further they're, along, I guess? They're pulled like one inch from each other on the ground. Hmm. But anyway, now that right there, blade could be sharpened a little bit. I've been getting a rough cut just still. Like, I don't know. Occasionally, I'm getting a rough cut. Yeah, well, I think some of that has to do with ground, spree, ground speed or, you know, how how tough is the plant? You know, will the plant be steel to be cut off clean or is the plant sort of <laughs> soft or what, you know? Uh, how erect it is? <laughs> You're yeah. going to say something else. Yeah, I got to watch <laughs> myself. Say the plant was flaccid. Yeah, <laughs> yard hard it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, we got long of the week or what? Heck yeah. Hey, listen, guys, it's been real, but I got to go to bed. I'm exhausted. I'm going to bounce off. All right, brother. man. All right, see you. Be safe out there. All right, later. Hey, so I took pictures of that leaf blade, Oli, and this this app that's uh, called a. Uh, it's one of these plant diagnosis apps that says it's brown spot. I don't know if it's hundred percent accurate, but you're yeah, brown patch. I started to say you're about to mix mix a gray leaf spot with brown patch and mix the brown <laughs> no. spot. Brown spot. We brown spot, spot. We got a mutation. Spot. I had to get out of it. About my underwear now. <laughs> Quit eating so many nuts. I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, let's. Uh, so who do we got uh, for one of the week? Oh gosh, yeah, it's late. We gotta, we gotta get that going. Um, yeah, this one's a long time, long time running. Uh, he's been tagging us for a long time. I think uh, going way back. Do you have his, his pick ready, Nate? Nate. Why would oh, I? Have sorry, not ready? Nate. Zach. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> get it ready. Yeah, who is it? Let Somebody me know. Lives down by a lake. There's lots Definitely. of, lots he has of effects. Effect. He has like a stripe yeah. effect. Kind of crazy effects he, he, going on there in their leg. He's got an know. effect on me. <laughs> leg effect. <laughs> Long. Ooh. Look at that. that double singles. Single doubles. Yeah, these single doubles in the shade. Looks good. Looks I really know. good. Jeez. Got the dark doubles. Just like healthy shrubs. Striper Steve mm-hmm. likes that. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Just darks. He just darks. renovated this thing too. So, I mean, that's, that's a good looking. You're yeah, looking he, long. Nice. I got a couple. I, yeah. I didn't make a collage, but I got a couple different ones of it. Colors, nice. Colors, phenomenal. 
dark. It's got that log striper. Even that. Oh yeah, it's the job done. And I know he's been posting quite a bit how he just redid his like his approach sidewalk and his front stairs and all that. And hmm. just like any of us, you know, he had the anxiety of, um, you know, all the all the edging getting trampled on and just oh yeah traffic and all that. But I don't know if any of you guys saw it. So they actually cut out some of that, um, some of the sod. And he had a couple patches that he he did kind of his own uh, kind of renovation patchwork, uh, like sod replacement, where he took the good stuff and some of the stuff around. I think it was around his driveway or something. Mm-hmm. And then came it, came through and actually uh, did his own patching and said it worked out really, really well. That's cool. So that was cool. Nice. Very lush. Very lush. Yes. Definitely so lush. Definitely, definitely lush. Definitely lush tonight. But yep, very no, but gorgeous. but uh, yeah, Lake Lake Effect has been a long time listener. Uh, is, that, is that pre- uh, perennial? I think it's. I think it's three sixty five. Yeah, I think it's three sixty five. Yeah, hmm. little mountain view seeds. I think he has some perennial ride there. Good stuff. I want yeah. to incorporate Do you have any pictures of his backyard. Yeah, it's a, it's not a DIY striping kit. It's actually the lawn striper. So I mean, mm-hmm. it is a DIY striping kit, but it's not like he made it. Um, he is using that lawn striper. That's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does uh, a yeah. good job. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, looks real good. Congratulations! What's he get? Copy. Oh. <laughs> your choice yeah, no, of mpk from Propy. yeah anything that uh they sell on their home depot site right or uh, anything you can get from them they'll uh get you a bag and ship it so you just uh reach out to the kochg account let us know what ratio you'd like and we'll get in touch with john and get that out to you um, and, and i know for a fact that uh this gentleman does not watch the show live because he's working he works the evening shifts um, oh. so he, he is a next day watcher. So, uh, no one message him tonight or anything like that. <laughs> let it, let it be a surprise. There you go. <laughs> so, so that way when, you know, tomorrow on a Wednesday afternoon at 11 AM, he's watching it. He can start jumping up and down and, <laughs> and cheering for it. But and, I do know I've had a lot of conversations with him over the last couple of years. And he, and I, I remember this so many times where he says, I will win this one day. I, I will win long of the week <laughs> one day. <laughs> you know, and I remember him going through his renovation. He would message me. He's like, it's not there yet, but it's going to be. And so, uh, Tony, he's going to be very, very happy uh, mm-hmm. that he won this. He's going to be, he's going to be pumped up. So congratulations. Well, congrats. Man. Yep. Yeah, so, man. And for, yeah, and for everyone uh, wondering, just keep, keep posting, keep tagging. Yeah. Keep on doing what you're doing. Go see the president, drunk long guy, whose birthday is Friday. (laughs) Oh, Oh, happy birthday, Justin. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Him getting ready for date night with the wife, I think. Been waiting on that all night. (laughs) This is what you call a stranger in the house right there. (laughs) This is is (laughs) to the extreme. Yeah. So, yeah, use that hashtag. KOTG lawn of the week. And then uh, you can you can maybe win and get in a group chat with this guy. <laughs> the leader. <laughs> the leader. <laughs> I don't know where you find these pictures, Zach. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm right place, right time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that leech had a plastic clip on it. I believe he can get out of that. 
Yep. You know, oh, I, I just because we're having a good time tonight, Lyle. You know, I I saw a couple comments in chat <laughs> earlier, and you know, I is, I'm just curious. Like, did you do an internship with True Green, or do you have like a buddy in True Green, or like what's what's Uh-oh. your connection? What's your connection with True Green? Because I've heard. Oh, I knew I, this was going to come up. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just um, wanted to, I mean, this, oh, this man. is true green right here. John Deere green. This is true green, mm-hmm. but I'm just curious what they're talking about. That looks like garbage. Whoever that is. <laughs> oh, it's way better oh, I know. Coors Light. Coors um, <laughs> not that. Uh, the picture that was up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, uh, no, I did my internship at a golf course in Wyoming. It was not called true green. Um, back in March during the basketball tournament, there was also a lawn tournament going on called lawn madness. And I happened to be paired up in the first round with Mr. Drunk lawn guy himself. (laughs) And he used his wonderful Photoshop skills to write (laughs) a true green review (laughs) from me and posted it online that I had used true green and <laughs> it was five-star quality. So ever since then, uh, yeah, I have used true green in one form or another. According to <laughs> the best, hey, I think the, the best part what is are friends, when, what are friends for, you know, <laughs> that's what they're for. And the, the best part is people that don't know kind of the inside scoop on it. There's been a few times where they've asked, Hey, that looks really good for True Green. They must run a different program. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. do they ask you I for a argue. discount? He gets code? the five star package, man. That's why it's, you know, right? Right. You gotta leave. Gotta leave the review. Does uh does oh, Yard Hard, does Yard Hard Ten get you ten percent off of True Green? <laughs> yeah, fifteen. 15. Ooh, yeah. Yard Hard Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> we need to have somebody from uh, True Green on the show. I'm gonna call him. You, that you, would be uh you hook it up. I'm gonna say, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> We've never had a guest leave halfway through the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of true green, we do have true green in the house. Hey, there he is. Is. True green. Should be Jake. Jake. <laughs> you got khakis Blake at True Green. <laughs> <laughs> You going to look for your collar or what? You going on your nightly walk? <laughs> what? What is the story he's telling about True Green? That sounds made up. It sounds made up. There's no way that's real. <laughs> that looks like a guy who knows how to Photoshop. <laughs> I I gotta admit I could probably do better with some Crayola. Oh man, but that's fired. It was good. I'll give you that. <laughs> that's funny and i won the first round against you so okay, no. that's enough. i gotta go you guys are being negative oh no <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is. it's not quite honestly i had no yet. idea who was loading up it kind of made me nervous for a minute <laughs> <laughs> that's funny we have low security over here you guys cool oh should we should we wrap it up you guys this was good so what next week, Cody, who we got? Hey, we got uh, Kelsey from Earth Science, and that is going to be a great show. That is one you're not going to want to miss. Unlike just like this one right here, you don't want to miss it. 
Thank you, Lyle, for coming on. We really appreciate that. Hope you weren't too too nervous. Not at all. Uh, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to hear uh, backstories on on individuals and, and how they do things. So, but uh, yeah, Kelsey, I hope you're watching right now because it's gonna get crazy tomorrow and uh, next week. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> tomorrow too. <laughs> Uh, she's she's gonna call me tomorrow. And be like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. So Earth Science, you've probably seen them a little bit on social media, uh, and they make a bunch of different stuff. So they'll be on next yeah. week. That'll be cool. So all right, all right guys. Go, guys, see you next week. Out. Go Hawks.